Hi everyone and welcome to SideQuest 15 of High Scores High Stakes, the podcast that always looks into the past but thought we'll try our arm at predicting the future. I'm your host as always, Mr. Lover Lover, and with me is my co-host. Good evening, Lover. First record of 2024. We're back, baby. It is, it is our first record of 2024. Ooh, we left this late. <laughs> I know, I know, but the thing is, though, we had a hell of a busy festive schedule. Should we, we double down on record weeks and everything? So we I did. think it was nice to have the break, but I'm I've been itching to get back and yeah. The only thing games. Of, the only thing about having a break is getting back into the swing of regular recordings again. It's it, the, yeah, it's that moment where you wake up and go, "I have to do a podcast." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, for the eagle-eyed amongst you, you realize that we actually missed a week for the first time in in a very, very, very long time. We missed a week. Uh, that was unavoidable. There was illness. There was. Other engagements happening in the last week, I think we'd safe to say, Thomas, will like given anyone's personal what happens last week. But yes, it was a very busy week for everyone involved in High Scores High Stakes. That's it. We're, that allowed is... a, we're allowed a break, though. We've worked hard this last uh, six months or so. So That's it. That is it. Nobody, it can, is... nobody can tell us what we, what we can and can't do. <laughs> it is okay not to be okay sometimes, folks. And that is, <laughs> that is what we're taking away from this one. So before we get into this episode, I thought we'd do a little bit of housekeeping first. Tomahawk, mate. Let's do so it. as always, if this is the first time you're listening to High Scores High Stakes and you listen the whole way through and you enjoy the episode, why not consider giving us a follow, a like, or a subscribe? depending on where you're watching or listening to this podcast, it helps an awful lot. If you are a follower, subscriber, or whatever it might be called on the platform you listen to this on, then why not consider giving us a wee visit on our website, which is highscoreshighstakes.com. There you will see a whole host of things there. You'll see episodes we've done all with our lovely, lovely new blog post formats. Also there, you'll see links to everything. So Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. It's all there. It's all there. So all the links are there. If you want to find us anywhere else on the internet, the easiest place to find those links is on highscoreshighstakes.com. Um, anything else I should mention in this part? It it's always seems, since we've got this website, it always seems like I've got six minutes to fill here. And... <laughs> That's it. No, we've hit the main ones. Uh, the only other thing I'm thinking, game of the month. We might as well do a little bit of a plug on that or a jazzy. I was getting to intro that. to that. <laughs> <laughs> I was building the suspense into that. So, for those of you who do follow us on social medias, you will notice over the last week on Twitter and Instagram that we did announce that we are having a new series of episodes, and it is inventively called. The High Scores High Stakes Game of the Month Club. <laughs> Basically, what that is, is we, as a podcast, have a schedule of games. We will play one each month. And at the end of that month, we will do a bonus episode in which we deep dive that game. So January's Game of the Month is the often imitated, seldom bettered, Hideo Kojima, Metal Gear Solid the og playstation one 
So we are going to be playing through that this month. And at the end of the month, we will throw up a bonus episode in which we deep dive Metal Gear Solid. It'll be a full-on, no-holds-barred review of Metal Gear Solid. We will cover narrative, gameplay, sound, uh... graphics. Anything you could come to expect in a game review, we will have it covered. I'm excited. Uh, me too, <laughs> me too, to be fair. Metal Gear Solid is one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> um, and I am totally, really excited to record it. Really excited for everyone to hear it. But beyond just hearing it, if you fancy taking part in our Game of the Month Club, you can do that over on Discord. As I said at the wee bit before this, our Discord link is on highscoreshighstakes.com at the top of the page you'll see the discord um icon just click it it'll bring you straight to our servers if you want to play along with us please do jump into the discord server and leave your comments on the games what you like about it what was innovative out of it and what more importantly what you didn't like about metal gear solid metal gear solid i have been playing through it at the minute um it's not perfect i think no, it's by the no stretch it was one of the most revolutionary games of its time it's probably one of the most revolutionary games ever um but it ain't perfect so if you want to if you fancy joining us in our game of the month club get yourself over to discord and get yourself to the metal gear the game of the month server and share your thoughts feelings and everything else about metal gear solid we will try to incorporate some of it into the episode if anyone is so inclined to give us their thoughts then we will certainly work them in in some facility of the the episode i'm i'm i am i'm really excited oh, no, i can't wait no i just what what are you playing on are you going og i know that you have the playstation classic yes so you have the, the preloaded version yeah. then yeah so this is where it gets complicated for me i started playing metal gear solid on my steam deck and on mu station but it had a load of like we bugs and glitches and stuff the big one was um it didn't know when to queue full motion videos so if there was a you got the part of the game where a full motion video was queued to start sometimes a duck station would pull the wrong one cause the game to crash <laughs> fantastic so so i started on steam deck and i got to i think it's the bit where meryl you break meryl out of the jail and okay. you have that cut scene you get that cut scene where you then have the endless wave of soldiers come in. Uh, that cutscene was the big sticking point for me, so I had to restart that game so many times because obviously there's no auto saves. Uh, in the end, I just canned it and then yeah, jumped onto the PlayStation One Classic and just started Unreal. playing it there as well. Um, I think I know why my MU station was having difficulties queuing <laughs> them, so I might have it fixed. So I might go back to Steam Deck. <laughs> I just but, raise a hand then, yeah. Just so we, I know, I know I'll play it a lot, lot more on the Steam Deck. Uh, and the good news is you can use the PlayStation One controller on the Steam Deck oh, as well. Fantastic, so, that's great. So, that. Yeah, so I might just go back to that. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid Game of the Month Club. We are finalizing the rest of the year for Game of the Month. And um, once we have that schedule locked in, we will throw it up onto Instagram, on Twitter, and of course, highscoreshighstakes.com. So if you want to partake and join in the fun of Game of the Month, then get yourselves to our socials or High Scores High Stakes and join in the conversation. As I said, we if you do leave us we messages and we will try to incorporate as much as possible of your feedback into our episode as well. But 
be prepared. I reckon these episodes have the potential to be long, big, deep, and dives. High, sc- uh, high score, high stakes, I was going to say. Metal Gear Solid has this capacity to bring out a lot of conversation in a lot, a lot of other podcasts. I think I may have pointed you in the direction of, I can't remember the name of the podcast, but basically what they do is the Metal Gear Solid timeline. Yes. And it's about 30 plus hours some episodes are yeah some episodes are about four hours long so it it does it's very much a conversation piece and i think why not we may as well join that bandwagon absolutely absolutely it's one of those things i think we've always toyed around with we we always discuss should we review the games we play i think we decided a long time ago we only play tiny wee snippets so probably not in the main podcast but why not do bonus episodes and pick certain games and play through them so yeah it's going to be good. There's some big, massive games being thrown around in the planning for this. So if you want to join the fun, highscoreshighstakes.com. That's it. it gives us a Instagram. nice chance to balance it as well. So we don't necessarily have to do big, massive AAAs, but we can also throw in a few indie titles as well. So something that might not take the full month to play, something that might only take like a weekend, a yep. good weekend to do. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think we're, this is a nice, nice little. Uh, project to look forward to definitely a nice wee side project yeah and and speaking of playing games for the crack tell me tomahawk what are you playing oh it's been good to hear that this year uh so you're aware of my little uh endeavor that i've set myself my odyssey through the resident evil franchise yes resident evil 4 <laughs> So Classic that's where or this is, remake. Uh, so I'm gonna do. Re- I'm doing remake. Okay. First, and I'm depending on if I want to bury my controller in the, the sea once this is finished. I might go back and play the OG mm-hmm. and just do a little compare and contrast. But I don't remember the game. I don't remember being as not as good as I remember. If that makes sense. Think so? You said it. I'm. I'm you're saying that the segments and going like, I remember this being harder, and I remember enjoying it more. Back okay. in like 2005. Okay. Nice. This is really bizarre. Like this whole experience is like leaving me going. Am I enjoying this game or not? No. The thing about the remake, <laughs> the remix, is Capcom do reimagine things. I've not played. Resident Evil 4 remake. I will, but I haven't yet. Um, yeah. And I know that there is one section in particular that I heard was cut completely. And it's probably my least favorite section of the game. So but, it's for your benefit then that way. But yeah. Probably <laughs> the second best boss fight of the game arguably the second best boss in the game it's a section of the game i cannot stand um for a number of reasons i found it to be really difficult in the original game um and it goes on far too long um and i like when i heard it oh that's been cut brilliant and it reinvigorated me and they go on actually that's actually a great shout from capcom but i know well i think i've read somewhere that the Lashback from the public was quite vocal about it, and okay. that Capcom have said they are looking at reintroducing it into like a director's cut of the remaster. Um, 
But no, I, I played through Resident Evil 4 last year. And uh, OG Resi, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, the, the HD remaster version. Ah, yeah. Um, and I braised through it. I remember I thought it was harder. I, I thought it was easier than what I remembered as well. And I was thinking, is this is this the way it always was? Um, I think yeah. what the I think what the HD remaster is is it's they've took the Wii version. So oh, the Wii okay. version is the the easiest way to play it because obviously you had the Wii mote and you could sort of free aim and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, I the OG Resident Evil Four was a lot easier than I remembered it, and I was playing it on hard. That's it. I, no, I I think I said early doors in this one that I think I needed to go back and maybe bump the difficulty up mm-hmm. because there's there but as the story's gone on as the enemies and the plagas kind of baddies are progressing the difficulty spikes are there mm-hmm. it's just that i remember the the siege in the village at the very start of the game even on the og version being deadly just being really relentless and that first chainsaw bad guy coming mm-hmm. in and just decimating you. And then this one was a breeze, too, like a bit too too easy for my it, liking. It was always timed. Your word oh, I right. timed, yeah. yeah. That, 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 <laughs> no, I knew that. But I just felt like it was, you could just mow down enemies pretty handily. And they just dumped ammo at you in this, in this remake. But... It's okay. it's, in, it's been interesting. It's been a very. I, I I'm gonna play them both. I think this might be the only time I'll do this and play the original and and remakes back to back and mm. have a few notes to make. But uh, where did they get out to? I'm up to Ramon. Salazar. Boss fight. Salazar. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I don't remember his. I, I don't remember him at all. So this has been. You don't remember Salazar. I don't remember. Like, it's been so long since I've played all of them. Mm-hmm. let alone the originals and, and everything so everything feels fresh for me so if I, if there's something that's been cut i haven't well you'll noticed not it. notice <laughs> you'll not notice it at all it's the same I... thing when i went to play resident the, the three make i've never played it i've never played nemesis uh originally anyway so i went into that one as a completely fresh perspective and to be fair i i will say this three is three is great mm-hmm. and i think, don't think three is getting the credit it deserves no, no, three. Hot take. <laughs> Hot take time. Th- Resident Evil 3 Nemesis is probably my favorite of the PlayStation trilogy. Probably. It, it, it probably is. It is. It is. I'll say it. It is. It's my favorite one. Just because of, for a number of reasons. One, the Nemesis was amazing in the original version. He get, he gets introduced an R in, um, and then just from that point on, he can appear pretty much anywhere. Um, and there's no like there are set pieces with him, obviously where he yeah. always appear. But even in between those set pieces, the nemesis can appear anywhere in the original version. Um, and I just really love like the whole random nature of it. So Resident Evil Three Nemesis in the PlayStation, every playthrough, there's like it'll cycle through things so puzzles um can be sort of randomized randomized they'll have like three or four set solutions for every single puzzle so you'll go into uh, like the color change puzzle the famous color 
the famous color change puzzle um there's three different solutions to that and it all depends on what you're presented with to start so judging by the the pattern at the start is it's either going to be solution one two or three yeah, so yeah. and then there's like they will rotate items and things like that it's like sort of a range mode built into it so in one playthrough you might open a box and it'll have like gunpowder a this you play it a second time you might just have shotgun shells and things like that so the, the whole heap of like just randomizations with resident evil 3 nemesis and the playstation one's great and i loved it i i think i i, I pumped a lot of time into resident evil i pumped mass amounts of time in the director's cut mass amounts of time in resident evil 2 resident evil 3 for me personally i think is the best of the original trilogy i loved it um resident evil 3 the remake i loved it <laughs> yeah but but they removed all the randomization of it completely yeah it was very fixed everything was very everything. regimental and but what i will say is it there was no kissing it just went straight into straight the into game. It. straight into it. Like, i think that's that, uh, as fantastic. exciting as exciting as that was yes. you're walking around the jill's apartment in first person you go to the mirror and then it pulls out and it's seamless and it's great and you're like oh my god this is amazing and then boom your wall gets kicked in and there's the nemesis with his rocket launcher i think that is the why is it amazing the first time you play through it? That's the biggest problem with that game, is there's no build-up. There's none. There's <laughs> okay, none. See, I think I said this off chat, or like on our admin chat and everything, it's like, I haven't played a game that just kicks you in the teeth and just throws you into the game as quick as any, like, in such a good way. Yeah. And I kind of felt that the only thing is it didn't really have anywhere to go, but no, like it had to try and maintain it at a ten at all times. Then. And it doesn't. It doesn't even. It doesn't uh, yeah, even. It, does. it doesn't even try it. The bits were, the bits where the nemesis is present, are really superb. Where you're just constantly running and ducking and diving, but it breaks the immersion so much. Like Resident Evil Three Nemesis, you could be going through the raccoon police department and he could just jump in through any window and just give you a boss fight and you you've, you've never played the original no 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 okay so yeah. so when the nemesis appears in the in nemesis in resident evil 3 nemesis um the screen will go black and white and you're presented with two choices fight or run um if you fight him then it's a it locks you in the area and you have to put him down and then it'll give you like gun parts Oh yeah, yeah. and it, it builds the the strongest gun in the game, um, or you can run, um, but those like sort of dictate what happens next. So, okay. Right. So if you put him down, if you say, I'm gonna fight him, you put him down, then the next part of the game will change. So you know he won't appear. It'll give you a wee bit more breathing room for the puzzles and stuff. If you run, then you're just doing the next part of the game with him on your tail all the time, and it's brilliant. The the new one is fight or run, but he's easy to put down. Um, and it breaks the immersion, so he can enter buildings after you, unless he's got a, an entrance the point. It actually depends on the building as well. Yeah. So I think I went into like the pharmacy and picked up like a few herbs and a first aid spray. And, and he just no, he just hovered near the door, near the door, because he can't fit in the doors. So there's this famous part in the first raccoon area. There's a toy store. You go into the toy store because there's one of those bubble head things. 
and he'll just stand at the other side of the window and the window's clearly big enough for him to come through but he doesn't because he's not scripted i think they i think capcom listened to people far too much with mr x Mr. X for me in Resident Evil 2 is the best part of the game where you have an what two hours, maybe two hours? Is it even two hours? Where About he's just hours, yeah. he's just there stalking you through yeah. the and you have to do all these puzzles with his footsteps and him bursting into rooms and you having to get like through these rooms and avoid him. And people hated it. Oh, it's too tense. It's it, it's too much stress, it's too much though. pressure. That's exactly that's the point of a stalking. But I think Capcom so many people were streamers. They put the brakes on him too much. And they, they, they neutered him massively. And it, it was such a shame, I think, that did Nemesis dirty as, a, as an enemy. He should be there all the time. He should be a persistent threat. That's what he's designed to be. And they, they neutered him far too much. They were wrong. When he's there, he's brilliant. When he's there, he's brilliant. And the boss fights with him, I think, are all fantastic. I also think that they, every time you see him, he's changed. So your I first boss... I a new form, yeah. I think they, they did that far too early in the game as well. I like, what, eight-foot-tall Hulk and Nemesis with but a that, rocket yeah, launcher. Yeah, I think that's actually a really interesting point on that because I I can't remember who I said it to now, but I remember this, you know, the, the iconography of Nemesis, this big, massive dude with his rocket launcher in mm. tow, just stars. That's all he's doing is his one mission. And that iconic image does not last very long. Before yep. he's just this hulked out, mutated dog, monster dog thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, barely even a third of the game is he actually this stalking, yeah. unsta- unbeatable machine. Like, yeah. And it's, it's just a real shame. Like, I just, I love him as a character. <laughs> I think he's great. He's just like everything a nemesis should be. Like, in the, in the original game, y- you hear, you see him being dropped. At the start of the game, if my memory serves me right, the opening video is a helicopter and it just drops a capsule. And then you go through the streets and it's all very Resident Evil 2. You get to the police station and Brad meets you. And Brad comes running out the shadows. He's like, Jill, there's something hunting us. And then, boom, tentacle through his face. And then just pulls him into his hand. He's like, stars. And then yeah. throws him down, and then that's your introduction to him. And it's just like, what do we do? And it's just, I think they nittered him far too hard. And it's just, the game lost a lot. I still really, really enjoyed Resident Evil 3. It sounds like I'm hammering it. I loved Resident Evil 3. I will say this, though Brad got done dirty because he gets well, no screen time in Resident Evil 1. And then basically it's just like, Jill, help me. And then gets well, done in. Well, that's because Spoilers. Brad's that's because Brad's a coward and he deserves nothing. He deserves none of our sympathy. He deserves nothing because he left us high and dry in Resident Evil One through fear, and he deserves a quick, painful death, and that's what he got. Uh, so yeah, so that's that. That my odyssey through the Resident Evil saga is uh, well is underway, and I, I will say once I get to Resident Evil Five, do you want to do co-op because? I really want to get the game done in co-op. I think that'd be a great crack. I am I'm up for that. I played Resident Evil Five not that long ago. Actually, it's still really good, but I played Sweet. it um, without co-op. Not the same. It's not the same. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll go into nice co-op. Yeah, not a problem. That'll good. be a great wee shout. Actually, just to break it up because again, because once I get once that's done, I'm into six, and I've only played six for like half an hour. 
I know, but I have to do it. Six would be fine. Six the would, narrative would... says I have to play six and complete six. So six would be fine if it wasn't play the game four times, please. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's true. Why? why? We'll cross like, that bridge when we get there. It's like sixteen hours long. Like I no no. I played three six and the three six. They went. Eh, it's hard. That's good. I think people are really hard on it. And then I played it three again on the PlayStation Four, and it's like oof. And then maybe, played three. Maybe they were right. <laughs> played it three recently. <laughs> oh dear oh, that's not giving me much hope it's not good it's not I, good it's easily the poorest of the Resident Evil games by miles too long it's too big too long it's too boring it's biggest crime from what is I gather, yeah. boring some really good bits in it though some really really good bits <laughs> there's a bit in China when oh it's brilliant <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll in in about six weeks. We'll 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 be at that point. I think. Anyway, that's my hope. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, Resident Evil Four. Anything else, mate? Yeah, I was gonna say I'm playing Power Wash Simulator, but I don't think there's not really much we can exhaust out of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Just, that place starts getting creeping up, and I don't like it. But that's such the a less bad said, game. The better. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. What about yourself, lover? Then this last four weeks, uh, what are you playing? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's for You're edit. So offended. Out. You're so offended by that question. <laughs> um, I have been playing Spider-Man Two on the PlayStation. 5. Oh, nice. so I have been. Um, it opens. Wow, the opening is just wow. It is insane. Sandman, if I remember, spoiler alert. Yes, <laughs> I mean, but like, come on. I've I seen. Didn't, that. I didn't know that. Ah, but I think because I'm on Instagram enough doing uh, everything yeah. else, like it just yes. is like by nature now. It's uh, little plot points are starting to creep in, but no yes. context really. So the game opens, <laughs> and Peter has started his new job, and Sandman attacks New York. And it is spectacularly good. It is so, so, so good. I, I have no words to describe how good the Sandman attack is, but it's brilliant and it does everything that Sony wanted it to do. It highlights all of the engine improvements and it shows what the PlayStation 5 is capable of. The amount, oh, okay. of, the amount of sort of scene jumps and transitions is just... It's crazy. It is so, so good. Um, once the Sandman ends, um, it goes into uh, the the big the big bad of the story. Or what I, who I'm presuming is the big bad of the story, which is um, the Hunter. What do you call him? Craven. Craven. Yeah. Um, it, goes into, it goes into him a wee bit more, and it slows right down. Um, Sherry says he hated it. I am really enjoying that it just takes a wee step back. But I think that might be to Sherry's detriment that he's very much, if the game doesn't kick you in the teeth for yeah. 20 plus hours of campaign, it's not worth yep. it. I am, <laughs> I'm really enjoying the storyline. So it's basically dual story. So Miles is doing his own things. He has his own issues, his own problems he's trying to come to terms with. And so's Peter. So the story sort of flick between the two of them at set points. Uh, but you can go to either or of them. So you'll get like missions. So obviously it'll be like a wee bit of Miles story and then you'll have these missions and you can do them or you can switch back to Peter, push his story on a wee bit more and then do his missions. 
and then they sort of converge okay. they, they converge and on to the same point um but it's i'm really enjoying it. i'm really enjoying it i think the story's brilliant um there's a whole load of like little uh breadcrumbs oh this is you know this might happen this might happen this a lot might of happen. foreshadowing going there on is I, that's it insomniac are great storytellers though to be fair yes and there is one scene in it that i i was watching it and i was going no they're they're not and they do and they do and apparently the whole game's full of that i'm really enjoying it i think it's brilliant i think it's really really good it's everything you everything spider-man one was and it's everything spider-man miles morales was so it's put everything together and then went why don't we do this as well and it's just like right, let's just elevate it yeah it's it's brilliant it's absolutely superb and it's just really good at just keeping you on the hook to see what happens next and it's just it's fantastic it's a it's a brilliant 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 game i like um, that i really like the idea of like the, the dual stories like you're yeah. doing all of these subplots and then it'll come I, I assume it just converges the two of them together for like the next plot advance like the major plot yeah. advancements yeah. Then so, that kind of way so yeah. yeah so it's really strange it's like non-linear storytelling mixed in with like a linear sort of it's it's almost like it's, it works like comics. You know where you have like spectacular Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, and sometimes you'll have like crossover episodes. It's like yeah. that. It's that's the easiest way to describe it. Where you have Peter Parker, Miles Morales, and they have their own stories and their own things that they're doing with. And then yeah, every now and again they'll have a crossover. Okay, that's really cool. I really it's like brilliant. the idea of that it's a it's a good sort of way to you it's a good way to ha- define the two. Yep. narratives then as well and then say like craven all that kind of jazz then just kind yep. of brings ties it together yes and then they have other sort of superheroes make cameos here and there um mm-hmm. there's just one part in particular where it's just i didn't see it coming um and it was just it worked so spectacularly well without going to over the top with it. Ah, it's, that's it's it. brilliant. All I'm going to say is it involves a uh, scepter. <laughs> and it was oh, okay. it was amazing. It's, it's fair play to like Sony and their social media teams as well because we're only kind of getting now to the post start posting bits like not no context plot points well, maybe not not really spoilers but they're both, they're starting to post stuff outside of the original trailers and the original gameplay I, footage released. I now, got so. I got burnt by a Sony Twitter post, and I was like, "Are you joking? God. Are you joking me?" Um, it was nothing mega, and it wasn't the first hour and a half of the game, like. But I was like, I had no idea about this thing, and then Sony was like, "You know, it's Wednesday. You know, it's Wednesday when?" And it's like, "What? Uh, no, like no, Sony. What are now, you doing?" I know that obviously, like, it was Craven venom we sort of knew that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. you start to get all these weeks like I, I imagine when did this when was this released now october october or no september January. sorry september it was like five months ago we're into four or five months now yeah so we're kind of getting into this point where if you haven't played it tread you're carefully get on it. the internet basically you're, you're gonna get it spoiled yeah <laughs> i did get it. i i will say i did get one bit burnt for me but it's so it was like a frame before i panic threw the phone away so i have no idea how it ties in but i'm like ah now i know that there's a character 
yeah so, <laughs> it's on my list it's got yeah like it's it's definitely one to that's one of the ones that got me too <laughs> i'll be wait, i'll be waiting for a a price drop on it like i still think that 70 quid is a bit much yeah you're yeah, in this lovely situation you can borrow <laughs> it's very 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 short i will say that much and i i'm maybe six hours deep oh, I'm, okay. doing, I'm doing side quests and stuff as well um so padded out no yeah but i'm like 50 odd percent through it according to my playstation 5 so it is very, i don't trust very, very that short. though i don't trust the playstation run through i don't know it 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 seems to be doing trophies more than story progress it seems to be a, like a okay. trophy counter type thing um but it's really good really I, i'm loving it i think sherry was hard on it uh, very hard on it um and beyond that i have been playing street fighter 6 believe it or not okay <laughs> yeah street fighter 6 i got Shock. myself i got myself a new fight pad so i did i got myself the hori octa controller uh, and just because got me back into street fighter 6 after the controllers fair play i think Fantastic. we should make a pact that we should try to not mention a capcom game no at least one episode <laughs> like, yeah we're 30 35 episodes deep here now and i can guarantee we've said it mentioned capcom every every week every single week <laughs> at least once <laughs> but without beating the horse they beaten that horse any harder than what i have done the hori octa controller um superb it is okay. superb. Oh so yes, it's... I remember you saying about this. This is like you you got this second hand that it was brand new, still in the box. Brand new and original packaging. It was incredible, incredible deal. Like I got it for twenty five pound, including postage and packaging and stuff. Uh, brand new in its box. Brand. What do they retail for? Usually like 70. 50, 60, 70 quid. <laughs> um, but oh it is God. incredible. It's got like one the D pad when you get it out of the box is a bit. I was like, oh, no, I don't know about that now. Um, but once you break it in, the D-pad is lovely. Depending on how you use a D-pad, I will say that. If you are a D-pad edge rider, it's horrible. Um, but if, oh, you, right. yeah, yeah. if you keep your finger in the middle like you're meant to, it's superb. Uh, and the micro switch buttons are just brilliant for combos. And I, I have no issues now with getting out special moves pretty really consistently on it. And the obviously the analog stick is just the analog stick is the selling point for it. So it's called the Octa because the analog stick is a octagonal gated, and it's like an arcade stick. It's so superb. It's a really, really, really good controller. I really, really like it. Uh, it's got me playing Street Fighter Six religiously again, and it's also got me. <laughs> it's also got me back into Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct goal that oh, Xbox One lordy, fight lordy, game. Lordy. It's good. It's Mortal Kombat the way Mortal Kombat. I forget. Should be. I do forget. Like this is your bread and butter was arcade fighters. Like brilliant, yep. absolutely. The controller's brilliant. It, it, <laughs> I think I sometimes think art fighting games are only as good as the controller. And the last truly good controller to get packed in with a console that's good for fighting games was with the Sega Saturn. For goodness' sake, um, the Octa. It's great. It's made me re retire my Fighting Commander Three. And that like is trusty. the high scores, high stakes uh, consumer advice for the week. Yep. Buy the Octa. Buy the Octa. Buy the Octa if you like fighting games. But yes, apart from that, that that's really it. That, that, I just wanted to get that controller in because that controller has been in it's my hands. It's brilliant. <laughs> brilliant controller. But shall we get to the main part of this podcast? Yes. Right. So this week on High Scores, High Stakes, 
we're not going to do a gaming challenge at all because, well, we're two members down. <laughs> we're two members down. And watching me and Tom play each other in Street Fighter 6 would be really one-sided because Tom doesn't even own the game and he's, he's probably going to be dreadful at it. <laughs> so what I thought we would do tonight, Tom, is it's our first record of 2024. Our last episode was a trip through 2023. So I thought, why not talk about the games that are coming out in 2024 that we, time permitting, <laughs> are going to play, buy and play. So we all we both have three games each, I think. I know I have three games, possibly yeah, four. I'm going to say three. Th- two and a half. Two and a half <laughs> games. <laughs> two and a half games. Charlie Sheen simulator over here. Goodness sake. Um, so what I thought we'll do is you talk about one, I talk about one. So games that we're going to buy in 2024 or games that are coming out in 2024 that we're really excited for. So hit me with your first one there, Tom. What is one game of 2024 you are going to buy and probably play? No guarantees. So off the top of that list, I think I'm going to go in strong and then falter away towards the end. Just Tomahawk special. right? Love now. it. Uh, it was covered in a 90-second VT in the PlayStation Showcase. We touched upon it slightly in a bonus episode in last season. It's Metal Gear Solid Delta. Okay. Snake Eater. Okay, so you're With confident no official, that's coming out. <laughs> confident, I'm confident it's coming out in 2024 because it came up in an article that it is. So I'm going to believe what I read on the internet. <laughs> there we go. I mean, like nothing bad has ever happened of believing what you read on the internet. So Metal Gear Absolutely. Solid 3. Is it Metal Gear Solid Delta? It's just Metal Gear Solid Delta, isn't it? So it's Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. So I imagine they're going to pad it out with some kind of bonus content. Uh, mm-hmm. To I mean, I feel as if to pay 50, 60 quid for just a res- uh, Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake seems a bit much i feel as if like to call it delta they're gonna have some sort of big surprise mm-hmm. lined probably up. yes i would imagine it's gonna have the original game plus all this subs- the subsistence stuff as VR well our missions and all that kind of jazz yeah, yeah. i um, would one thing i'm holding out hope for with metal gear solid delta snake eater what a title is that the the big return the big return of Metal Gear Online, that'll be that would be great. I completely forgot about Metal Gear Online. I don't know how because it was amazing. Metal Gear Online was amazing. I would love to see them bring that back. Honestly, They're, they are keeping it really under wraps. You know what they yeah. have. I, I know. That, I know they have put out a few screenshots, and I know that the trailer that they did release back last year was mm-hmm. only. It was in game engine, but it wasn't like actual in game footage. Pre alpha, I think, is what they yeah, described yeah. as. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I know it's going to look great. I know it's going to play great. I know that, like, are, are they going to just like dub over David Hader or are they going to like scrub in new act or like a, are they going to bring out Kather? What's going on there? That's my only they're sticking not, point on it. They're not keeping Kather Sutherland, surely. No, they can't. They can't. Sure. I like him, but I like him as boss, but maybe not as the iconic. You know, it's, uh, David Hader's the iconic solid, sna- uh, solid snake, big boss. However you want to, yes, spin it. <laughs> I, say, I like Kiefer as boss, <coughs> but but not as big boss. 
Like, I mean, well, like, I mean, if we're going to break it down, really, he's Venom Snake. He's not really big boss that well, way, but... However. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that they've shrouded it in mystery enough, and this whole rebrand of Metal Gear Delta, it's, it's just putting me on the hook enough to go, we could be on to something here. Like, And we are in the age of remakes, as we've uh, well established over the last... Uh, couple of years i would say now yeah. yeah i mean capcom have really made it capcom more than anyone have made it okay to mm-hmm. take an old game and give it a new lease of life the thing that makes it okay for capcom is that their remakes are great the so re engine is I, a game just, changer yeah i just really hope that konami aren't just gonna ride on name recognition with this one because Metal Gear Solid 3, for all of its faults, and it has a lot of faults, Metal Gear Solid 3 is a truly great game. It's a truly great it's, game. It's storytelling nearly at the point of being perfection, really. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And it's it doesn't bog you down with lore dumps and all this kind of information. It is like, it breathes. But There's bits yes, of it that. Does, yeah. But it, it's really nicely paced throughout the yeah, sections of the game. To be, I think to its credit, and that's what it is primarily. It's a storytelling engine with mm-hmm. gameplay in between. Just really. a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah. But I, uh... I, I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if we'll see it this year, but I can't remember where I saw it because they seen... said it. They came up. It's in the same sort of window as Silent Hill Two. Yeah, they, they I... want it in 24 I... for. I'm going to allow it because of one of my picks. <laughs> um, I would love to see Metal Gear 3 this year. I really, really would. I think I think from what I've been reading as well, it sounds like they're way further than even what they showed. Like they had a mm-hmm. lot. Apparently they have a lot of game. And I would love to see it this year. I, if it comes out this year, I'd buy it. Because oh, remember, shit. initial screenshots were really only the bridge and the surrounding jungle. map areas from the the jungle, that early jungle part as well. So pre- I, yeah. I think that they're they're further along than they would they would let on, and I think it's such a project that they want to keep as yeah. under wraps as they can until a, the next big dev meeting, I suppose. Yeah, whenever that's going to be. Surely they're they're going to have their end of year sort of board meetings soon and i think we'll get more from that because we always we always do <laughs> these board meetings yeah. are great but yeah metal gear solid delta yeah 100 percent. it's a game once it comes out i'll be buying it as well 100 percent, 100 percent. because the one thing that gets me about metal gear solid 2 metal gear solid 3 as good as they are their controls man are just mm, yes it, it's it puts me off playing them they're that bad it puts me off playing the games and it's just it's just, ah it's hopefully just, no. hopefully they've they tweak something they fix it because the, the same thing with resident evil as soon as they got rid of tank controls and made it everything a bit more freely uh you know like actual humans moving it, yeah you know it, as you say it just changes the how the games you know, play and how it how it feels so hopefully there's something behind that hopefully there's something and maybe it's just a over-the-shoulder shooter with a bit of stealth, you know, the stealth element there, I think might just, like, breathe a new lease of life into it, yeah. Just plop it into Metal Gear Solid Five engine. Exactly. Problem sorted. Problem sorted. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Metal Gear Solid, yeah, Delta. Yeah, 100%. If that comes out this year, 
I'm all for it, Konami. Just make just make it good. Make it good. That's my only I mean, concern. We don't for ask it. for much on this podcast. <laughs> just please be. <laughs> what about yourself, then, Lava? What is your uh, first twenty four release that? You... Well, my my first pick <laughs> is a game that I don't think will come out in twenty twenty four, but it has been rumored that it is definitely coming out this year, and it is also from Konami, and it is Silent Hill two. Okay, Silent Hill two now. Silent Hill 2, I'm not as confident. I don't, I don't think it'll come out this year. First and foremost, I just don't see it. And the reason I don't see it isn't because I don't think the game's far along, is that the development team, I have absolutely no... How are you saying about this? You have no faith in, uh, in Bloober. Bloober team, none. <laughs> none. It, they've never made a... They've made a, a good game, but they've never made a really, really good one. Um... The medium, I think, is probably their best received game after Layers of Fear. But Layers of Fear is just like your indie horror for it was all right and nothing more. The medium was all right and nothing more. And the Blur Witch game they did, per. There's a reason the Blur Witch game is three ninety nine on the yeah. PSN at the minute. <laughs> yeah, the best character in it is the dog. Um, <laughs> That's I remember our early doors when we had chatted about silent hill 2 uh as soon as i think i put that screen grab on to the chat and you went it's blooper i don't care yeah well i do care <laughs> you do care <laughs> because you it's care. silent hill Asterix. 2 <laughs> it's silent hill 2 if it was i don't know blooper team presents layers of fear 3 absolutely not but it carries with it the one of the biggest names in survival horror and silent hill 2 is an absolute masterpiece it is a great piece of storytelling and it is a great showcase for games as an art form silent hill 2 is exceptionally it's just exceptionally good and i one i've never played originally as well but i have watched other people play it on like stream or twitch youtube that kind of thing really this is the one that has like multiple endings well they all do uh, well like multiple and you know it depends on how you want to perceive and how you want to be looking at like clues and context stuff and how you want to the, yes so there's an, it, there's an alien ending in one of the in, 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 one in of all of them <laughs> oh, so yes so silent hill has all these there's there's a storyline obviously and there's missions and well missions there's objectives for you to complete as you go through however the silent hill always has these there's objectives you can complete partially or there's objectives you can complete actually complete them and the completion level of all those sort of objectives will di- dictate what end you get so there's a good end a bad end the worst ending the best ending and then there's always a joke ending one or two of them yeah um the first one had the ufo ending the second one had the dog and um but Silent Hill 2, just, it's one of those games where, why old Silent Hill 2 now? 2001, 22 years, 23 years old? And it's it's one of those games where it has aged, obviously, but it's still effective as a horror. And it is uh, just, a, yeah. it's just as a look into psychological sort of, manif- how your psyche plays a role in how you perceive the world i don't think there's many games better than silent hill 2 Uh it's just the name with me carries all the weight in the world i will play it 
I will play it. If it comes out this year, I will buy it. But if it is bad, oh, Bleeper team will never hear the end of it. If they take <laughs> if they take that game and ruin it, um, I don't know. They I, will, there's, there's something they will very hear about it. there's something very cut and dry. I think when it comes to a game that gets a remake, I feel as if like yes, you could take liberties. Yes, you could take reimaginations. Yes, you can chop and change as it maybe suits Konami. You would imagine Konami going to have the final say to a degree. Yes, but I think there's... You wonder I, there's, how, uh, how a remake could just be cocked up, for lack of a better word, really. I mean, Konami have, Konami have done it before with Silent Hill. <laughs> uh, the HD remasters were a disaster. Um, I think there's parts... My only my big reservation for this is obviously Bloober Team, but there's parts of Silent Hill 2 storyline, especially near the end of it, where I don't know how they would fly in 2024. And I fear that they will change some of the big... Politically correct kind of stuff. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't forget, the early 2000s were wild, wild times. (laughs) Like, they were wild. Um, And my big fear is that there's... The big story threads near the end of that game may not fly particularly far in 2024 and i think that there could be a case of we must change the end mm, of it yeah and that's my big fear but i'll play it I, that's it no i think and again it's one of those ones the same sort of in the breath of metal gear delta there it's if if it's in like tw- they, can, they can put 2024 as a release window mm-hmm it's whether or not we get it in 2024 is going to be the big the big one life but you you think these are quite like flagship projects at the minute now so you yeah you sort of live in hope really yeah i i think we'll see one one of the two of them in 2024 um my money would probably be on my money would be on silent hill i think silent hill's near i think i think it's near done um i know sony have sort of it's a sony console exclusive for a year mm-hmm. i know th- i know that um but I just don't. Whilst I'm, I've just said that I'm pretty sure we'll see Silent Hill two r- rather than Metal Gear Solid. I think there's been a worry and silence on it as well. We haven't yeah, seen much, yes. and with no one's talking about it like at all. And I wonder if the. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think we'll see, the two of them, I think we'll see Silent Hill 2. I think there's more chance we'll see Silent Hill 2 in 2024. I don't know if we will. And it wouldn't surprise me if they announce a cancellation of Silent Hill 2. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Could you imagine? If it comes out, I'll what? play it. But if they cancel it, it wouldn't surprise me. We'll wait out for the apology episode of this once... Uh... <laughs> Once it does once, get cancelled. Once I play it and it's, it's give of the year. <laughs> 11 out of 10. Um, but yeah, <coughs> Silent Hill 2. If Silent Hill 2, yeah. Good start, actually. Yep. As I said, we're into the age of remake. So... They're normal now. Give me uh, all the remakes. It. Give me Dino so... Crisis. <laughs> oh, I'm not getting Dino Crisis. Would you ever grow up? <laughs> get Exo Primal 2 and you'll be no. glad of it. No. <laughs> so... Uh, in, in the spirit of remakes, 
and, and the world we live in at the minute. My second game that I'm gonna definitely be getting this this uh, this year is The Last of Us Two Remastered. You're part of the problem. <laughs> yes, I know. I know, but uh, I'm only gonna say two words to justify that. No return. Oh, I thought you were gonna say muscular woman. Muscular women was the <laughs> second two words I was going to yes. use, but no, no, uh, no return. The uh, the big big selling point for the for the ten pound um, remaster price for the to go to PS five on it definitely just hook that into my veins. Yeah, I I will forgive them for scrapping factions if well, no return. Uh... Well, I mean like. I'll have to play No Return first, but I feel as if it's gonna be bloody good. Yes. But is it gonna be bloody good enough for me to remember that Factions has been scrapped? <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for The Last of Us Part 2 remastered as well. Um, for that reason. <coughs> no, I <sighs> just, uh, I remember the release trailer and roguelike no return, multiple characters, uh, everything. It, no, no two playthroughs will ever be the same. Yep, yep. It just screams something a bit different. Yep, I, I love this like Sony sort of attitude here of rather than give us these big massive DLC packs, they're giving us like these wee small modes. So you had that one for Ragnarok just before Christmas. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Where it was a wee, a wee, like, sort of aperitif to the real DLC. And, yeah, The Last of Us Part Two, I know it got slammed online. Oh, it's not, it's, it's, the story's so too woke, it's this, it's that, it's the other thing. The Last of Us Part Two was great. Mm-hmm. As a game, it was great. It's one of the best game experiences I've ever had in my life. The story was fantastic. The gameplay was just utterly incredible. I am, yeah... I'm all in for the the ten pound upgrade as well. So yeah, uh, yeah that ten pound upgrade is absolutely nothing as well. And mm-hmm. fair enough, you get the graphical upgrade, which I think you'll. I think it, when it's, I think it'll be in the playing is when you actually start to notice it because you can you can put it side by side on a reveal trailer, no problem. And you'll go, yeah. yep, that looks grand. It'll be in the and it'll be in the controller um, responses as well and how mm-hmm. that's gonna play. But it's it's the roguelike mode. Yeah, it has to. That was the big. As soon as they said that that was was coming to it, I was just like, "Yep, yeah, come on, we're, 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 let's do this." Absolutely, absolutely. It's a nice, it's... fresh. It's something nice and fresh because I've played. I think I've done Last of Us Part Two campaign once mm-hmm. as first playthrough. I've done it as a second playthrough with infinite ammo and infinite crafting and one shot kills, just purely for the lulls. Just for the just for the Rat King. That was it alone. <laughs> the Rat King was a great segment. Such in that a game. good boss. It's such a, a good boss. It's a great segment. I, I did not see that coming, but it was incredible. That game is incredible. I, I just don't understand how you don't like that game at all. It's just the perfect sort of escalation. It didn't go crazy with it, but what it did, it like escalated. you had to top it from you had to top the villains or the or the infected. You, you have to do it in a way that was Made fitting sense. but also not let's just make them a big 30 foot hulkin eyeball type yeah. character yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and then you have the rat king 
it the just, Rat King just blew my mind because I just it just happened. I was like, uh, I have to fight that. It's obviously much more fun when you play it and you shoot it once with a pistol and it just falls over and dies. <laughs> yes, that was quite quite yes. good. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, something, yeah. It's a, there's someone comical about it. To be honest, <laughs> it's actually a great shite. I actually I didn't forget it was coming out, but it's a great shite. So it comes out next week as well, isn't it? Uh, the 19th, yeah. So yeah. we're only next about week. a week and a bit. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's going to be great. Good times to be had. I think my <laughs> first quarter of 2024 is going to be pretty uh, uh, void now. <laughs> <laughs> Just the last of us part two and nothing else. <laughs> like, Tom, you put 120 hours into the last of us part two. What's going on? I just can't stop. It's like Power Wash Simulator all over again. Please help. <laughs> but yeah, there's not really much more to be said on that, really. That uh, I think no. no return mode was the big, big selling point for me on that one. And just it, I think it might just give me a chance to play through. Because it's been a long time since I've played through and actually like absorbed what was going on in terms of the narrative. So that'll be nice to delve back into that then. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great shite. It's a great shite. Um, my second game that I am very much looking forward to, I actually can't wait for it, I'm not going to lie, is the Tomb Raider collection, 1, 2, and 3. Beautiful. Yeah, can't wait. Fantastic, actually. Tomb Raider is one of those games, like, (coughs) hit when I was really, well, really young, like, I was a a teenager when Tomb Raider came out, I remember Tomb Raider, when the original one came out, I'd never... I'd never seen a game that looked as good as it, and I never played a game that played as good as it. Um, obviously, in 2024, <laughs> going back to play the original Terminator, which I tried after the announcement. Um, that's not a good experience anymore. Um, <sighs> <laughs> it's just so brutally hard, and the controls are awful. Um, but Terminator Two, one of I think I said it in the Christmas episode, one of my favorite. Christmas memories is the year I got Tomb Raider 2 and Tomb Raider 3 in the same Christmas. And I think I played through Tomb Raider 2 in pretty much a single sitting. Obviously oh, with yeah. a guide because I'm no gaming god-like. But, um, and then Tomb Raider 3 took me weeks and weeks because it was so brutally hard. But the new collection, I think, obviously it's going to have upgraded graphics, upgraded sounds, upgraded controls. I think if the original Tomb Raider games had a modern control scheme it'll be fine but yeah no i'm really 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 excited for the original three tomb raiders again to play through are they uh, is that really what they are just like a remaster kind of from the ground up really as well Mm -hmm. yeah pretty much so you can play through them with the original graphics and stuff and then hit select button and then you go into the new graphics and stuff like that kind of like okay that's quite cool yeah so it looks i think it looks the way around it's not mind-blowingly good looking but it's 25 pound for three, uh, I did see that there. I, games. I, I, to be fair, I actually thought that was out already. Um, but I, I can't, February, you, you I see think. it on the store. You see it on the store, and you see like the PlayStation Plus ex- like discounts you get on it and stuff as well. So I was just under the impression that it was already released. So no, no that's Feb- that you, February. One to look forward to on that. Yeah, one. yeah. So I'm really looking forward. To, I'm really looking forward to experiencing Tomb Raider one, two, and three again. Because they're just that's they're just good. Just uh, they games. are like like I quite I don't mind the new wave tomb raider ones that we have but i still think that the you can't really beat tomb raider 2 i still think has a very special place in in my heart yeah tomb raider... and the butler in the freezer you know that jazz, <laughs> all that jazz tomb, tomb raider 2 is, is fantastic um 
the Great Wall of China opening level is just up there with one of the greatest yeah. opening levels of all time in any game. Um, I really like the new Terminator as well. I have no, no issues with them. They're just too much. They're too much Uncharted. They're not. That's it. I think when much. I think when Uncharted is so popular and it's so like that becomes now the sort of mm. flagship explorer action role play game. Yeah, they have to. Is it still? Who makes them now? Crystal Dynamics. Uh, I was gonna say they ha- how do you, they're gonna have to find a way to top it and but you top it by emulation basically. It pretty pretty. I think it could be a really smart move. It could be a case of let's just reboot the series again and let's give everyone what they want because everyone's been asking. I mean, we had what Tomb Raider anniversary collection in like two thousand five. Yeah, where it took the original game and just give it a 2005 and it was brilliant um but terminator 2 terminator 3 were never followed and i think one of the big things was a lot of people were wanting are we going to get a terminator 2 anniversary collection we were never going to because the turnaround times on i think terminator came out in 1995 or 96 and then terminator 2 came out like 10 months later and then terminator 3 came out came out 10 months after that I just uh, so you have three games, three games two years, in yeah. two and a half years. You're never getting that turnaround time. You're never getting that not in modern age. So I think nope. this is the this is a great way of doing it. Here's your original, your anniversary. It's basically the anniversary edition again, but here's an anniversary edition for two and three as well. I think it's a That's great good. move. I think it's a great move. It, I'm I'm really excited for it. I'm it's like really the Tony Hawk treatment. You just like bundle the games together, give them a boot up the arse in terms of a graphical update and all that and licensing and everything like that and, and then, then get them out the to door go, yeah. get, get them out the door and you have people like me who are middle-aged and wanting to relive some of their <laughs> childhood and well people will go for it like nostalgia is a powerful powerful drug and That's it is it, a yeah. it'll inject sales into anything absolutely so terminator collection for me can't wait shirt, actually that's a really really good shot and it's I, you know first what did you say there 25 pound 25 quid i think it's 2250 on steam be really worth that actually it would just be and there are three games they're not humongously long games and they're not humongously difficult games but you would get 20 odd quids worth out of that by spoken like a man who's never played Tomb Raider Tomb Raider 3 is brutally hard Tomb Raider 3 the first level drops you the first (coughs) (laughs) the first game experience in Tomb Raider 3 is you're dropped into a jungle at the top of a slope and you have to slide your way down the slope which has instant death every or Tomb Raider three, three is one I will admit I've never I've savage. never actually played the third one though. Tomb Raider three, mate. I remember getting Tomb Raider two, Tomb Raider three. I remember playing through Tomb Raider two because I had a guide from a magazine for Tomb Raider two, and I just followed the guide and played through it in maybe seven or eight hours. I think it was on Christmas. I think I beat it on Christmas Day, you know. And then Tomb Raider three, obviously because it was brand new, the the magazine only had like the first two or three levels. I think Tomb Raider three took me months. Oh, no months way. to beat brutally hard brutally hard really good games though really good games good so chance. what is what is your third game though can i give you an honorable mention before i give you my third far, game? far away yeah prince of persia the lost crown how did Looks we great. know <laughs> like i don't know how this just didn't this just didn't quite edge into my like kind of upper echelon of games this year but I mean, I had no problems with the original trilogy. In fact, I thought the original trilogy was pretty pretty great, to be honest. Like, when you little... say original trilogy, 
Sands um, of Time, where Sands you're within, of Time and... Two Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, so... have no problems there. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't remember any other titles around that, to be honest. My brain's... I mean, they're, they're not the original trilogy, like Prince of Persia has been around since, like, the 80s. Like... I, I mean, I, not in, <laughs> in PS2 era, then fine. Yes. That. Um, but yeah, a little uh, Metroidvania style. Looks really good. L- looks crisp. Looks so sharp. And I don't really, they haven't really given much plot away on it, but I can't imagine it's going to deviate too much from you can turn back time with some magic daggers and you have to go and do some vengeful things. Yeah. Yes. It looks, looks great. I think it's it one of those all ones, the boxes. It's one of those ones that it was on the Microsoft showcase i think and the public perception of it was like hey joking me a two unit a two and a half day side school and prince of persia game but i'm not playing that i'm not playing that and it was sort of came around the same time as the sands of time remake got delayed yeah. indefinitely which i think is now dead um and people were angry at the sands of time not being shown but then they have this and it's like you know what's going on with sands of time and i think it's Sounds time's great game, um, but this one like, I think looks really good fun. It looks really fast. It looks like Rayman almost, like a, yeah. like a, like I mean, that. It's a good, it's a good solid looking platformer. Yeah. Um, and it's gonna. Ha- I think it'll just be a lot smarter looking than what all original showcase stuff is is letting on to be. I definitely get it. Maybe not like day one. I get yeah. a couple months yeah. down the line, but uh, it'll be definitely one I'll be wetting my feet in. Yeah, 100%. It's a good shot. Actually, it's a very good shot. I, I saw the most recent gameplay of it. I was like, that oh, looks really, really smart. It looks really good. It looks Plus, really good. The, 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 the medium that we're playing games at the minute now, we want quick and you want sharp, and fast, you want fast, sharp games. You don't really want to be like holding out 20 plus hour campaigns and stuff like that. So yeah. it's right up our street, I think, in terms of you know what we're, we're quick and quick and reviewing games these ways yes very much so now the, much so. that being said the choice i've made for a 2024 release that i'm quite looking forward to actually again this was another one that was on soft showcase so uh uh it's star wars outlaws okay i'm okay really vibing on this one and i i was actually whenever we were sort of talking earlier about this about sort of what we're going to have the body of this episode be about. I just stuck that gameplay footage that they released on it, like 15 minutes of them just driving around the planets and then getting yep. in the ship and stuff like that. I mean, I think because the whole world has been crying out for a long, long time, actually, about a Star Wars open world game. Yep. And they just had kind of fobbed it off and then went, no, we're not really. We'll get one when we get one, basically. Here and here we are now we're kind of i don't i think this is a funny one that hasn't got a, i think this has just got a 2024 date yeah i don't think i don't even think it does <laughs> i think it had a coming soon i don't even think it had a 24 date but it's a shout i could Big see cat. that this year honestly it's mm-hmm. ubisoft isn't it it is ubisoft yeah it's ubisoft now ubisoft are quick turnaround studios like they really are i think what they, my fear for it my fear for it is, I mean, they, they announced the Pandora, what do you call it? Avatar game. Uh, 12, Frontier, yeah. Tw- 12 months out, and then it came out there at Christmas. Um, I think Star Wars could be like their December release in 24, just in time for Christmas. I, I think it's going to be a quarter four. Yeah, really. I think 
I think we'll I think we'll see that this year. I think it'll be a quick turnaround. I only hope it's not just Far Cry with Star Wars. That's it. I I I have no no fears that it's going to be a bad story. I think it's going to be quite a like you know what it is with all these Star Wars spin-offs and stuff at the minute now. It's a good, they're good immersive stories and you actually feel like you're part of the world of like Star mm-hmm. Wars canon. This one I think if I remember correctly is set between Empire and Return of the yeah. Jedi. So this is actually the first one in the sort of Star Wars canon taking shows and everything into account that it's actually still set in the original trilogy it's not kind of this oh here's what happened before here's what happened after it's actually you're sort of in you are in the thick of the original trilogy and from what i've gathered it's basically just a heist game you are yeah Yeah, so the outlaw who's wanting to rob the empire blind yeah and and just the civil war war profiteering yeah, exactly. It's more popular in the game. I think I think it sounds great. What I like about it is you're not a Jedi, and you don't play a pivotal role in the story, which I think is the pitfall that Star Wars everything you falls say into. Say that about I I thought you were going, as soon as you were thinking about like being a pivotal character, like Rogue. Oh no, sorry, Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor accidentally has created Cal Kestis into being this pivotal character. Yes. Yes, but, whereas, but by like, design, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's, no. <laughs> whereas, out, whereas Outlaws is in this love. I can't, the life of me name the character off the top of my head, but she's uh, just going to be in in the, she only fits in her story. She has no yeah. bearing on the outer narrative, which you're not really going to touch on. They'll probably do it in like, npc dialogue going like oh did you hear about the 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 rebels fighting on x y and z planets and i feel as if if they could separate that but also still be able to keep it part of the star wars canon it could be i don't know about game of the year but i think it's going to be one of those big release. it's going to be one of those big releases that i think will be i think it could surprise people i think it could surprise people how with how good it could be because it looks great it just, the I just, sequence. as I said, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, yeah. I did. My, my big fear for it is because it is Ubisoft, they are quick turnaround, which means that they just pump these things into pre existing formulas. I hate Far Cry. Like, I, I've been on record. I hate Far Cry. I liked Far Cry 3 as much as the next person. Far Cry 4, Far Cry 5, 6, that pound the Avatar game are all just Far Cry 3. And I really hope that this isn't Far Cry Three. I used to hope that this is a bit of a, a bit of a new engine, a bit of a something. But yeah, this, I, I just hope it, it's a Star Wars game made by Ubisoft and not a Ubisoft game star in Star Wars. If that's that makes it, any yes. sense. No, no, I get you because the I was under the impression this was one of those like no loading screen type games. Mm-hmm. So like the, there's that sequence in the 15 minute gameplay that they did release. Yeah. You're driving through, and then you get the objective to escape the empire. Basically, yeah. they're coming to the planet to pillage and do whatever they're doing. And it's that sequence where you actually get in the plane, and the only bit of cutscene is her sitting into the, the chair, seat. and it kind of pulls out from the ship, and then everything is gameplay from when mm-hmm. you take off and into the atmosphere, and yeah. then straight into a dogfight with uh, with Tie Fighters. Yep, like, it looks great. It just looks superb, and it's like it's I hope it's really um, exciting. 
I hope you you probably don't. Do you remember? I think it was the PlayStation Four reveal where they had the fantastic looking Watch Dogs game. They also had, I think it was called Star Wars thirty five thirty five, where it was a bounty hunter. Does ring a bell, but where it was like a bounty hunter game. I think it was Star Wars thirty five thirty five, or it might have been thirty one thirty one. Um, where it was like a bounty hunter game, where it was just basically the only thing it showed of it was a star destroyer dock docking with another ship, and then there was a shootout in the corridor of the ship, and it looked amazing. And then that game got cancelled, and then maybe four years later, um, they announced another one. I can't remember what it was called, but it was you were a rebel on a on Tatooine, clearly. Star Wars thirteen thirteen. That's the one. And then there was another one after that, where it was like written by Amy Hennig, who wrote Uncharted, okay. and it was you were like this bounty hunter on Tatooine and. The only thing they showed of that was leaving the cantina and then walking up Tatooine and there was all the um, Empire sort of flags and stuff, very obviously trying to elicit Nazi sort of uh, right. iconology to Star Wars. And that game was cancelled. So my hope is they took 1313 plus that Amy Hennig Star Wars games and took what the ideas they had for those and put it into this game and make it Ubisoft and it'll be great. That's it. My only fear, because it is Ubisoft, and Ubisoft do this beautiful thing of, rather than let you discover stuff in the world for yourself, they just go, here's every side quest. Go Boom. do whatever you want. Yeah, yes. There's 300 hours of content for you. <laughs> and your map is full of icons here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. I'm just actually looking at Star Wars 1313. This looks like uh, the original, supposed to revolve around Boba Fett's <laughs> early adulthood navigating through civilization in the underground areas of Coruscant. So it looks like they had that game planned and then the Disney Merger wagon happened. happened and basically just went, we're going to do a TV show instead. Can this because we don't want the association. I think, yeah, I think what killed it was, when, remember when Disney bought Lucas and mm-hmm. the first thing they announced was, oh, see the uh, extended universe? Nah, it's no canon doesn't anymore. exist anymore, yeah. And I think they were like, oh, well, thanks. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that. Yeah, I think I think this is kind of a victim of the Lucasfilm acquisition then. So yeah. there's a lot of extended canon that they've went and gone, actually, we're going to focus on this bit of canon. This yeah. other bit doesn't exist. Yeah, so, and then they've recently backtracked that, haven't they? Uh, I think that they backtracked as it suits and, them. Everything yeah. that, like, everything's post-merger has now... It's now canon is now canon but everything pre is like ah well we're, we're actually not going to acknowledge that but it's no. there but you don't it's it's not what we acknowledge <laughs> yeah and you're not getting so, yeah, knights of the old republic <laughs> star wars outlaw outlaws is definitely one to keep an eye on in my Agreed. opinion Agreed. i just think they showed enough to go this looks beautiful and this looks like it's not going to overload any system that it's going to be played on i feel as if it's going to run, and it's going to run crystal smooth. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> and I hope it gets... I hope, I've also picked three games that actually probably might... Oh, no. One definitely is getting a 24 release. Two of my three games might not actually be released this year, but who knows? Yeah. yeah who knows? This is, the, <laughs> this is the fun of it. We don't know what's going to be out this year. We don't know what could happen in the near future. And none of these games could come out. 
Um, that's it. But I think, yeah, it's probably a safe shout because it's Ubisoft. And they, they, do have, they do have quick turnaround, so I think that's a good shout. Fingers crossed it's great. Fingers Over crossed. yourself, then. What well, is our, our pace de resistance? We'll see. Well, my pace de resistance is going to follow after I mention one game that I totally forgot was announced until we were talking about this just prior to record. And my honourable mention is The Wolf Among Us Season 2. Oh, nice. Telltale. So, Telltale. So The Wolf Among Us, if no one's ever played it, is based on a series of comic books, I think they're called Fables, where they take, like, Brothers Grimm fairy tales and have put it into this, like, detective noir storyline. And the, the, the Wolf Among Us season one was fantastic. It was, it's probably the best work Telltale ever did. It was fantastic. Basically, you're the big bad wolf. And there's been a series of murders in from fairy tales, and you are investigating the murders. Who is killing these fairy oh, tale characters? Incredible. Oh, mate, the Wolf Among Us season one is on PlayStation Plus. I am going to give you consumer advice right now. Download it and play them. Five episodes. Ninety nine. I would be. I would be keen to do that. It's on PlayStation Plus. So it is. No. That was. It was. <laughs> it was. Um, it's great. It is great. I played through them on the PlayStation Vita, um, and they ran like trash on it. But I played through all five episodes. It's about ten hours long. Um, fantastic okay. game. The sequel is penciled down for twenty. Well, twenty twenty four. I don't know. I actually totally forgot it was coming out. I can't remember the last time Telltale released a game. To be honest, this might be their big comeback from that. That's what I'm saying. Acquisition. Like, Wolf from the Wolf here says so. Ten years. That's a yeah. hell of a break to do a second season. Whereas I remember they pumped out The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. So they do they. You if you remember Telltale, The Walking Dead season one was their big breakthrough, um, and then they became like really hot, and all these sort of companies were throwing their properties at them so they did the walking dead the walking dead season two and then they did batman which yeah. was gr- which was great really good um, that's on that was that's on playstation plus <laughs> they did borderlands they did guardians of they, the galaxy they did well. guardians of the galaxy they did minecraft story mode that's um great. and they did the wolf among us and the wolf among us sort of fell down the pecking order obviously because they had all these massive properties that they suddenly had to do something with um and then of course telltale went under they had too many projects ongoing and couldn't afford to manufacture all these games, and then they went under. They ceased no to exist, and then some, I think it was Embracer Group, um, bought the name and then rehired all the staff. Basically then, the, the team, yeah, okay. And then, yeah, so, yep. So, The Wolf Among Us Part 2. I don't know if it'll ever see the light of day this year, but if it does, I'll be there day one to buy it because the first one was great. But my game, the game that I am most looking forward to. I thought that was your. I actually genuinely thought that was your. Pick. No, you gave no. it with such a vim. You get such vim behind it. So good, man. So good. Um, no, but my big game, the one I'm most looking forward to playing this year, is out really soon as well, and it's Helldivers Two. Yes, Helldivers Two. I looks... I didn't say it because I knew you were going to say it. That was <laughs> my thinking today. Yeah, it looks really really good. Here's, I. I've never played Helldivers. <laughs> no, me neither. I know the card very, very into 
and sherry franchise. as well yeah. sherry loved it sherry i remember him by held ever's by held ever's by held ever's and i never really i never really looked into it to be honest and it never really appealed to me but the trailer for the second one was just incredible and i remember watching the trailer and i was i was like is this a starship trooper during the showcase wasn't yeah, it yeah yeah uh, i just like, it was that uh like that fight for your country vt and then the big bugs just come out of the yeah oh, and i was, was like this is starship brilliant. troopers and i remember said to sherry the next time i speak with him it was the next day i was like here is helldivers always had that starship troopers type of vibe and he's like yes where have you been it's all it's always been really really funny and really not serious at just all goofy yeah yeah and it's just like it's one of those games i've looked for helldivers and it's still full price pretty much on playstation network and i don't really want to pay full price for it to be honest but helldivers 2 looks amazing that second i think it was during the game awards where they showed the gameplay of the multiplayer aspect of it mm -hmm. where they were taking on the big monsters looked like monster hunter to me only in space and it looked it looks amazing and it looks really really funny and it looks like it could be genuinely a great 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 multiplayer game i'm really excited for helldivers 2 i think it looks brilliant i am there day one it's tw i think it's 29.99 as well so it's not Something it's a like mid-price yeah. so game it's actually like and you're looking about that the just looking at the playstation store here now as you're saying that it's 16 quid for helldivers one so you're not paying a stretch more yeah to buy the brand new yeah but actually five version so like i may actually pick it, up helldivers as well it's house mark isn't it as well he making house mark uh, who yes. to mind yeah, who to my knowledge have never made a bad game. So Heismark, you know them, we know them. They made Slipper Stardust, they made Resogun, and they made Returnal. Oh, Returnal. I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it. Heismark are just great. I think um, as soon as this came out on the showcase way back when, I think all four of us went season three game? Season three season game? Season three yep. game. 100%. I, I'm, we all I'm said it. I'm so excited for it. And I think it comes out like February 26th. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's very super close. Very so early. Doors. I might sixteen quid. I might pick up Hell Divers, blast through that, and then play Hell Divers too. I am very, very, very excited for Hell Divers too. Can't wait. It just looks superb. Just yes. Looks no, it, I think it's a good bit of fun. It's gonna be heavily on the four player, multiplayer yeah. aspect then. So, uh, all four. I'm I'm happy to jump on that. Yeah, I can't wait for it. That'll definitely come out this year. <laughs> yes, that is confirmed. That much I remember. I think even in the showcase, very much February or February March twenty four. Yeah. So it was very much locked in. I think that was as good a complete game as as it was when yeah. we got the yeah. announcement. I, I I just love the way. I think when Resogun came out and Housemark did all the sort of DLC for that, and they were like, you know, we're not going to do this sort of arcade game anymore. I think we've taken it as far as we can and. We want to start looking into new partnerships and we want to start looking into making bigger games. And Housemark are, I think, our second party. I don't even think they're owned by Sony. But I think Sony were like, I all right. And I think Sony I think Sony purchased them and it just goes, make whatever game you want. And then they came out with Returnal. Just, just, just get on with it. Yeah, don't, don't let us know. <laughs> and Returnal was just incredible. So, and it just looks like the next evolution Arrow, sort of like arrowhead the, game studios for hell divers too sorry is it is it yeah. arrowhead so yeah so i'm all for it i'm all for it it just looks amazing it looks amazing 
and I'm all for solid that. It's my really solid choice. That it's it's my most look forward to game in 2024 for sure. <laughs> and I think that brings us to the end of that. You know, Tomahawk. No, I do want to say one more thing though. The plucky squire comes out this year. Ah, uh, shut up! I forgot about. Bloody fantastic. I think it's a, a quarter one as well. I think so, yeah. I don't think there's a set date for it, but I think it's quarter one or quarter two. But yeah, that'll be bought as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> but hell divers. Which brings us which means that we're done. We're done. So what we need to do then is head to the wrap up section, mate. So yeah. let's get there now. Let's go for it. And that is it. Side quest fifteen. All wrapped up. It's all done. Nice and easy. So just as a way of a recap now, your three games of 2024, Tumblehawk, what were they? They were Metal Gear Solid Delta, Snake Eater, The Last of Us 2, Remastered, Ooh. No Return Mode, and Star Wars Outlaws. Lovely. What a lovely Very collection dramatic. of games. Very dramatic. My three games were Silent Hill 2. It was the Tomb Raider collection. And it was Helldivers 2. Helldivers 2. We're part of the problem. Lots of sequels. All these sequels. Lots of sequels. <laughs> Rem- remakes and sequels. The We're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll keep on buying them. <laughs> yes. Especially if Capcom decide to announce Dino Crisis remake this year. I'll be all, we'll, we'll all be on it. Stay at Capcom. I mean, every week we do this. Every week we Hashtag do this ad. song. <laughs> every week we do this song and dance, Capcom. Just hurry up, announce it, and release it, and we'll buy it. All right? We will buy it. Thank you very much. <laughs> now that that's our weekly Dino Crisis begging session done with, <laughs> let's also recap what people have enjoyed listening to this for whatever reason that is. I don't know how they can find us online. So if you want to find us outside of the podcast, um, go to highscoreshighstakes.com. There you'll find links to our Twitter, our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube, our everything. Every link to every social media is all on highscoreshighstakes.com. Also on highscoreshighstakes.com. You can leave us, we, you can send us emails, you can send us messages, you can comment on all the posts and all that sort of good stuff. So get in contact with us that way as well. Um, if you want to partake in Game of the Month, um, hit, hit our Discord server up. There is a Game of the Month uh, server there leave your thoughts your opinions on metal gear solid one just as a week quick reminder at the end of this month bonus episode game of the month is metal gear solid and with I'm all release that at the last day of the month i think that is the plan i think that's the i think that's the plan if not the end of january it'll be the first week of february i think will give us a uh, window a one a week window turn around yeah a one week window because we got a TBC on that one. There's four of us. We all have to play the game. We all have to complete it. And then we have to write down our thoughts, discuss our thoughts, record them, edit it, and all that sort of good stuff. So somewhere between the last week of January, the first week of February, and around that sort of window, there will be bonus episodes, one new bonus episode each and every month this year. You are welcome. You don't have to thank us. Because that's what we need <laughs> is more work to do, isn't it? I know. I know. Just when you think, yeah, hey, a weekly podcast, which we do gaming challenges every week and have to capture gameplay, edit the gameplay, and then put it all together and then podcast about it. It's just not enough work. 
let's do massive no. deep dives into massive games of our past. I'm gonna start hiring <laughs> someone to do this for me soon, just a deep fake. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking <coughs> of deep faking, there are no deep fakes in high scores, high stakes. <laughs> New episodes each and every Monday. And there will be an episode next Monday as well. So we will see you then. And that leaves us one thing to say, Tomahawk. Happy Mr. Lover Lover. This has been High Series High Stakes. See you on Monday. Love you all. Bye. See ya. <laughs>